Hey, everybody. Welcome to another bonus episode of Randing and Raving. We are back with Joe Rand, Chief Creative Officer for Howard Hanna Rand Realty and Real Estate Raconteur. The premise of this series is very simple. We have listeners call in to 480-270-4590 and leave a question or a comment for Joe to respond to. Joe has no idea which voicemail I'm going to play for him, and we just sit back, relax, and let Joe go. So let's get this show on the road. Hey, Joe. Great to see you again. How you doing? Hey, Bill. I'm great. How are you? Good, good. I, I couldn't wait to get back to chat with you again because I just want to see how that baseball game went. Who'd you watch? Was it like Yankees? Would you watch the Mets? What'd you do? You know, I could lie to you because how do you know whether I've seen the game or not? I could just pull up a box score and reconstruct it and whatnot. But in fact, I, I just, I was so busy this week and then I got sick. I was sick for a couple of days and uh, nothing major, but just, you know, put me out of commission a little bit. And so I didn't get to watch a game. It is going to be, Bill, my summer project. My summer project is to fall back in love with baseball. Now, I will say this, Bill. I've been paying more attention to baseball since we talked, paying attention to my Yankees, trying to keep up with how they're doing. Uh, I'm going to hopefully learn the names of some of the players, uh, and then I will go to the games. Maybe I'll buy a team. I'll watch a game. Maybe I'll go to game. This will be our summer. We'll watch this all summer to see how I do. Now, here's my question to you. Since you shamed me about my lack of baseball watching, have you seen Amadeus yet? Now, Joe, I could easily just pull up Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, sure. You can read it. And, We're and, honest and watch men, Bill. The entire movie with you. I have not yet. So, okay. So, we both have a summer project. Mine is yes, to watch um, Larry, and yours is to watch okay, <laughs> Amadeus. And yours is, yours is to watch a Yankees game. Okay. Good. For people so, that are not have not been paying attention as carefully to every episode of Randy and Raving, it's Larry because. The, one of the, the star of Amadeus is the guy that plays Larry in Animal House, a movie that you've seen 25 times, I would guess, something like that. Yes. At least, and, if not more. And so, yeah, yeah. so that's how you know it. So we have a sense of your, of your middle brow uh, uh, affections and, and what you pay attention to or not. Now, here's the thing. I'm very excited, Bill. I'm very excited this week. And I'm not going to have time to watch any baseball this week uh, because I'm prepping. Uh, next week, I'm going to be emceeing uh, Inman Connect, uh, that Inman Connect Live, the virtual connect they do every month. Yeah, yeah. I'm emceeing it with Katie Kassab. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited. We have a good lineup. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It's my first time emceeing one of these. But I'll tell you what I'm really looking forward to, Bill. Like, I want to do that. I want people, if they hear this and they're not, they haven't bought a ticket yet, they should go buy a ticket. It's, it's going to be a good event. And it's very cheap because you watch it from home. But they just announced in October – that they're doing the live, they're bringing back the live event in October in Las Vegas. Bill, Las Vegas, the Aria Hotel. Bill, we get to put on <laughs> pants. I get to put on pants and I get to put on shoes. And I'm going to put on another shirt. My, not my shirt that I wear on every Zoom call. I have another shirt. I'm going to wear my second shirt and I'm going to go to Vegas and I'm going to, I'm going to air kiss people and I'm going to, I don't know if we're going to shake hands yet, but we'll, we'll, you know, do the fist bumping and maybe we'll just nod right. at each other. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to be in the same place, Bill. Are you going to go? I'm going to be there in October. I already booked my room, Joe. Did you already really? booked my room. I, well, I can't wait. And flight. It, I'm, I'm in. I can't wait. You know what? It's easy for high rollers like you, Bill, because you just call up your, <laughs> your, 
you call up the desk where you have like a like the personal valet that you have there, whatever whale line that you have to call up, and they say, "Oh, Mr. Risser," and they and you say, "How did you know it was me?" And they say, "The only person that has this phone number is you, Mr. Risser." And you call up and you say, "I want my 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 normal suite," and they put you in the normal suite, and then you've got your private room for your you know thousand dollar hand blackjack that you're going to be doing, right? Look, that was supposed to be confidential. Now that it's been leaked somehow, I got to switch hotels. So thanks a lot for that. I mean, I, I had that undercover and, you know, anyways. You, right. You're more right. of a so, pie gal. You're more of a pie gal person, aren't you? You're more than a pie gal. Than you know, nice guy. and slow. The money sticks around a long time. Yeah, you can, you can sit at a pie gal table for hours. Yeah, I'm one of those guys. I like, playing, I like playing craps where I could be bankrupt in about 45 seconds of craps. Oh. And, and it, it would just take, be over. It doesn't take long, yeah. It's like already right, back yeah, to the back yeah. to the airport and be done. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, we're gonna both be right. It's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to that. The the craps table's calling to me. I can already feel I've got all this I got all this money. I've got I haven't gone anywhere. So I've saved all this money up to go blow in Vegas and I can't wait. All right, so we got questions, right? We got wow. somebody left you a question. We do. We do. We have another question for you this week. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and um yeah, I'm just going to go with this one. I mean, there's multiple questions to choose from, so I guess it's it's kind of up to me. But let's start here. Hi there. This is Laurie Davis in Pinehurst, North Carolina, and I'm calling to ask a question. I'd ask one about real estate, but I'm really sick of talking about low inventory. So I thought uh, maybe I'd ask something more uh, personal. So. Joe, I know you have kids, and I was just wondering, what is the one thing that you hope that they've learned and will take away from this last year or so we've been through? What are some important lessons that you think are going to help them in the future in their lives? Thanks. Was That that was Lori Davis, right? Lori Davis from Pinehurst, North Carolina. She's my uh, yep. former... Uh, she's a, a wonderful broker with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. I think the Lifestyle Property Partners uh, yeah. in, in North yep. Carolina. And and what what uh, Lori's wonderful. And I, I I was a for a long time we were brokers with with Better Homes and Gardens, a wonderful brand, and all those wonderful people at BHGRE um, uh, together. And we see each other at conferences and whatnot. And she's very involved with Inman. So it's a good tie-in that we just talked about the uh, the conference coming up because she's an ambassador with Inman, does a lot of stuff. With them, I do a lot of stuff with them as well. Um, but the thing that Lori, that the most important thing we need to know about Lori is she's the one that gave you that Cujo dog that you had that mauled you <laughs> last, you know, what, last week, week before? How, are you healing yet from yeah. this dog? I, I, I'm doing fine with the dog. And it's we, it, his name is Ted, not Cujo. So we just want to get that clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. He's always going to be Cujo to me. Now, let me just be clear. This is a this is a mix of what a, a Rottweiler and a Wolfhound, something like that. What's the what's the the the, the breed of this dog? It is a rough coat Jack Russell Terrier. Weighs How, about five pounds. Is it like a small dog? How is this dog doing so much damage in your house? Like, how are they? This you're a big man, Bill. Bill, this dog is, is killing you. It's a, it's it's a sweet dog that has a, a shark-like razor-sharp teeth that he likes to use a lot at, at this stage of his life. So we know this is only temporary, and yeah, you know, we're, just, so. uh, we're working our way through it. Okay. Would you would you pay her for that dog? Yeah. Would you, would you, well, you, you give her 
Did you give her a lot of money? Because this dog's been a this been a this dog's been a real uh, pig in a poke. All right, let's. So here's the deal, Lori. Lori's Lori's got two Jack Russell Terriers, and she was a little late getting one fixed, <laughs> and so things happened. Uh, and so, um, all right. So, so she, she had she had five puppies, and and she gave them she gave them to people that she knew would take care of them, and um, obviously. It was me instead of you because I named him Ted and I deal with him instead of calling him Cujo and trying to sedate him. Oh, no. He'd already be at the pound if it was my dog. I mean, he'd be done. She made a good Stop decision it. with that. No, you. I have three dogs. You know, I have three dogs. Uh, uh, I love yeah, dogs. Yeah, yeah. I would probably love your dog despite the uh, uh, the violent nature of your dog. Um, but, I mean, so you got the dog. Just remember, Bill, nothing is free. Nothing in this world is free. She gave you a free dog, and it's the gift that keeps on giving. All right, Lori has a question. Lori said she doesn't want to talk about low inventory, which I totally get because I'm so tired of that conversation. It's what everybody talks about in the industry. It's like the the thing that there just aren't enough houses for sale. I get it. Everybody's really frustrated by it. But I want to just say to everybody who complains about the low inventory, shut up. Stop whining. Oh, my God. It's always something, Bill, with these real estate agents. I mean, seriously, we're complaining that, oh my God, there's no inventory. I take a listing and it sells in three days. You know what? You know what's tough? You know what's a bad market? 2010, 18 months on the market for every listing. You had to talk oh, to that seller every yeah. week about what was going on. And, and that was miserable. You want to complain about a market, complain about that. The people that complain about this housing market, I want to strangle them. It doesn't get better than this. This is the best market of our lifetime. Yes, every good market is going to have its challenges. The challenge of this market is inventory. The challenge of 2010 was we had we had tons of listings and no buyers. And I'd much rather be in the situation we're in now. So everybody, I understand she doesn't want to talk about inventory. I get it. But let's just be clear. People got to stop whining about this market. And, and the other thing is that don't whine about it anyway. No one cares about, about the fact that you're unhappy at your job. That's like the least interesting thing in the world is to hear somebody complain about their job. Nobody cares, ever cares. Do I do I come in and talk about how painful it is to to do this every week with you that like I have to strain my voice? <laughs> you don't hear me complaining. Um, it's more well, to complain about your you job. Kinda you kinda, you, I, you, you kind of do. You kind of you kind of do complain. Well, <laughs> but I, but I do it in a, in a stylish and comedic way, Bill. That's the that's the difference. I ah, do it that's in an accessible that's, that's way. Anyway, her question was this. Ah. That we've we've lived through this COVID thing for a year and a couple of months now, and she wants to know what I want my kids to remember out of it. And here's what I would say yeah. to that: I don't want them to remember anything. And it's not that I don't want them to remember anything about 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 COVID, Bill. I don't want them to remember anything about childhood. I want them to turn 18 with a blank <laughs> slate. I don't want them. I want them to like wake up. Like <laughs> who's it? like like memento and like be a nice like there's no memories of the crappy parent that I was for the previous eight years. They go off to college, you know. I they like oh that was a nice man that drove me to college and like made up my room and that's what they remember me as these nice pleasant memories of me. I don't want to remember anything else because Bill, as I've told you before, I'm the worst father in the world. I'm the worst. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm ruining these children, Bill. I'm ruining them. So the best that can happen is they forget everything about their upbringing because anything they remember is literally going to cost them $400 a week for the rest of their lives in, in expensive therapy, Bill. <laughs> to answer the question, 
I'll answer the question this way for like what I would want my kids to remember if I was not the worst father in the world. This is what I'd want my kids to remember about COVID Um, because this may be more instructive to the overall population out there, the, the, the 300 Russian bots that are listening to this podcast right now Um, is so that they know what, what, what should the kids get out of COVID? What the kids should get out of COVID. I I think I, I, I'll be very serious about this. I think that there was something really wonderful about being home all the time. There was something terrible about it. And there was something, and obviously it was in the context of this horrible, awful pandemic that caused so many people their lives and, and, and families and people their jobs and, and all that, all that stipulates all that. But I never spent so much time with my kids. It, it didn't help them, but I didn't sp- I've never spent as much time with my kids as I have this year. I don't think most parents, particularly parents that work outside the home, have had that opportunity. So, you know, I hope that what they remember is this kind of weird time where they went to school on the computer and they went to Zoom meetings, they learned how to use video conferencing and all that stuff. And like dad and mom or mom or dad or whatever their family uh, uh, dynamic is, that they were home and they got to spend time with them. That's what I'd want if I had well-adjusted kids because I wasn't a terrible parent. That's what I want my camp, my kids to remember. So that, that in a very serious yeah. way, I think that this will, in the midst of all this horror, there were there were moments of real wonderfulness, I think, with families. How about that? I have to bring a little. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's very, a very serious answer. I appreciate that. And I think, you know, for Cindy and I, who are older and our son's off on his own, um, you know, it, it was a different experience, right? Yeah, I think, I think that, I mean, I know a lot of parents, you know, of older kids that the kids, you know, the kids were 23, 24, whatever. And they, and they, they mm-hmm. potted back at home. Like they came back at home and like, there was yeah. this kind of opportunity to like reconnect with older kids who, you know, they lived in the city and so they moved out to the suburbs where I live. They moved to be, you know, to be able yeah. to get out of the city. And there was that. So I think there were, there was a lot of real, and, and, and here's the other thing I would, I would take away from it. And I'll, we'll, I'll close with this because I don't want to go on too long is that I was very proud of the real estate industry and how the real estate industry reacted to this. I really was. We had, I mean, in New York, we were inundated. We were non-essential services. We were we couldn't work. We couldn't show homes, and yet people persevered and they figured out ways and they got creative. And even not just real estate agents, but like I I know an attorney who set up a closing tent in his front lawn so people could close properties. Like the industry stepped up in a way to keep that part of the economy going, and that I think we can be very proud of. So that's I, I don't know. You know, older kids could remember that. You know, in the midst of all that chaos, mom and dad kept, you know, putting food on the table. And that's no small thing in an envir- in what we went through. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Well, good. good. Joe, it was nice to see a different side of you. I'll have to thank Lori personally next time I'm on a chat with her. And <laughs> you, you pulled you pulled out a different Joe Rand for us. It's I not going to happen very often, Bill. It's not okay, good. Very there, often. We, there we go. This is it. <laughs> there we go. Well, I'll well, be very serious. Hey, I'm like, uh, my, I don't know what my kids will remember. They're going to. I, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to. Oh, oh, I don't even want to think about it. All right, thank you, Bill. Okay. This was fun. <laughs> so, so everybody listening, remember if you want to leave a question for Joe. Maybe I'm waiting for the first person to make him cry because this that's going to be gold. Four eight zero two seven zero four five nine zero. And don't miss him with Katie. I mean, you and Katie. That's going to be super cool yeah. next week on the 18th. 
So yeah, that's gonna yeah, be fun. That would be a lot know, of the fun. only person that can make me cry is my wife. Oh, it's the only one. And the only oh, way good. she can I'll, make me cry is if she out said, her. <laughs> if she reach out, tell her to get on the call and tell tell me that she's leaving me and taking half my stuff because I will weep. <laughs> I will weep like a little baby. If she leaves Whoa. me, we're all right. I am. That's my life's but mission. Your, my life's mission is to make that call happen. <laughs> yeah, play the call. Play the call, Bill. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for all listening. Right. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thanks so much for checking out Randing and Raving with Joe Rand on the Real Estate Sessions podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. You can always throw in a rating and review. That helps as well. And to leave your question or comment for Joe, the number is 480-270-4590. Cheers. See you, Bill. 